Time now for the podcast you've grown to love. It's All That Ish. With your boy DJ Wig. The crew. You're, yeah. It's your man DJ Wig, aka Amazing, aka To Be Amazing. Uh, and it's a, a great day to be alive. It is. I mean, one, one reason I, I gotta say this, and I know it's pretty, pretty small potatoes, pretty menial, but uh, Tampa Bay got that butt war out today. That's what I'm just, I'm just saying, you know. It happens. Yeah, yeah it, it happens. And it was good that it happened today. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, so we just go keep it real simple like that. Uh, but we got to do uh, this thing that we've started doing now. So. Okay, on the call right now, I do have Cleveland. Got to give a shout out to him right quick. Also, King Dino. Is in the building and Pim so there's that. We we got all these lovely people up in the studio with us today, and we're gonna have fun with. It. I gotta give Cleveland his little uh thing. I might have to hit old girl back, my little uh cool British chick that that put those together for me. I'm gonna get the Cleveland join up in there. Cleveland, be sounding like a peasant. Just <laughs> <laughs> we just say yours, man. <laughs> you don't even get it. <laughs> Quiet knave. <laughs> Cleveland. Look. <laughs> yeah, I'm to do the Cleveland John and you hear two block two little drops. Bloop, bloop. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna do that one. <laughs> and, <laughs> anyway, uh we got an interesting show. We are gonna talk about uh the Super Bowl and mainly the entertainment portion of the Super Bowl. We're also gonna talk about uh my man Richie Mack. Uh, I wish I could get him on the show. That might be something to do later on. I'm gonna have to reach out. He's starting to really blow up with his uh, his YouTube channel, Zoom to Thailand. Uh, but that's also what's kind of got uh, people talking about him. So that's just something that uh, we're gonna get into a little bit later as well. But one of the things that uh, has come up in our discussions is healthcare. Um, one of the things dealing with healthcare is the lack of representation uh, and inclusion in the industry, if you want to call it the medical industry. Uh, as far as um, there, now that's not to say there aren't people of color uh, in the roles of doctors and stuff like that. But when you start moving up, as far as chiefs and stuff like that, uh, the numbers kind of kind of die down. But one thing in particular that we really want to discuss was what is kind of coined medical mistrust, um, which, like, is is a huge, huge thing. Uh-oh, Dr. Brooks has, has joined us. I want to say welcome to you, Dr. Brooks. Did he did he sneak in? I thought I saw him come in here. Is Dr. Brooks? I, I thought, Thank you. I, I thought I heard somebody. You know, holla, 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 holla. I, 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 I think I'm here. Holla, holla. Okay, we good then. Holla, holla, holla. Oh, he he is he is here. Okay, it's gonna be some trouble now. <laughs> it's gonna be some trouble. I had, to, I had to drop my horse. I had to drop my horse off. So excuse my tardiness. Oh wow, there he goes. Is that a flex? That's that was a flex. flex. 
That was really a flex, like uncalled for a flex, but I mean, we'll take it, man. I mean, it is what it is, man. What is it? What is your flex? That's a good flex. I'll take it. I mean, whatever. It's yeah. not a flex. I had to drop my horse off. He says, look, it's just, it's just a fact. I'm, I'm not flexing. It's just facts. These are facts. I'm not flexing. I had to jump off my horse, and I was out in the country, and there wasn't no reception out there. All right. There, so all right. Here, look, look. Here's the question then. What's your horse's name? Blackberry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, are we talking about the fruit or the communication device? Hey, okay. <laughs> hey, yeah, Blackberry. We'll take it. It's you know it's it's winter out here, and um, it's winter. We got more. <laughs> we, we got more. <laughs> we no, our winter ain't like your winter. We get we got uh, it's a little cold, so they go through calories quick. So I took her out to a little boarding facility out in the country. Oh, he's so thoughtful. So thoughtful. <laughs> hey, is she wearing? Is she wearing? She wearing a jacket? You got a blanket on her? She, she, I did put a blanket on her. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she's wearing a blanket. Enough with the flex. Okay. Enough. With the, <laughs> enough okay. With the okay. Flex. All right. Medical mistrust. Um, there was an article written last year, year, year before last, uh, in the Behavioral Medical uh, Journal. I think it was the April through June. Um, 54th volume or whatever. Um, but it was written by a Jessica Joswell. I'm probably butchering the last name, but good old Jessica wrote, uh, I, I guess she put together a, a bunch of different things. It's called, uh, whose responsibility is it to dismantle medical mistrust, future directions for researchers and healthcare providers. Uh, the abstract reads, Medical mistrust persists and appears to be growing. The public health literature on medical mistrust has largely focused on mistrust among black and African-American populations due to legacies of abuse and mistreatment, such as the infamous Tuskegee syphilis study. However, research is now emerging that explores mistrust amongst various populations in varying contexts. And the literature now largely emphasizes the role of ongoing present day social and economic inequalities in shaping and sustaining mistrust, particularly among populations who experience staggering health disparities. Um, this special issue showcased nine articles exploring medical mistrust among diverse populations, um, exploring a wide array of topics and spanning a myriad of methodologies. In addition to a rigorous systematic review of the literature, uh, this issue kind of covered several critical sub areas of the health disparities literature, including preventative health screenings amongst black men, uh, discrimination and cultural factors amongst rural Latinx communities, uh, health <clears throat> care satisfaction, among Latina immigrant women, the complex relationship between HIV testing and conspiracy beliefs among black populations, pre-exposure uh, prophylaxis using uh, use among transgender women, the impacts of mass incarceration on HIV care and e-health interventions to address chronic diseases amongst sexual minority men of color and participatory research 
to engage underserved populations as co-researchers. So those are just a couple of things that um, I guess this, this journal entry was kind of diving into. And like I said, there's nine different uh, articles within this piece. I just found it pretty interesting. Again, that's from the Behavioral uh, Medical Journal, uh, and it was in the 2019 April through June 45th volume, actually page 80, 188 through 196. So there's the attribution. I, I think I did my full disclosure with the attribution on that. So feel free to fact check me if you will. But I mean, let's dive, let's, let's dive into this, this first thing with, with medical mistrust and they bring up uh, a, a super important piece with the uh, Tuskegee syphilis study. And for those who don't know, I, I, I doubt it's anybody uh, on, on the call that doesn't know about this, um, but it is thought to be the primary underlying underlying driver of medical mistrust for people of color, specifically when you're talking about um, black men. Uh, it was a study where, unbeknownst to the folks that were participating in it, they were being given syphilis because they wanted to see what uh, what would you know what kind of effects it would have uh, on the human body. But you're not telling the people that are in the in the the uh, experiment, uh, so they can't tell anybody else that they're with. So <laughs> they were just basically giving syphilis to the entire population of Tuskegee. Entire black population, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, something like that. And that's not the only thing that has happened. A lot of people, like, point to it and say, hey, this is this thing. Um, but that can, I mean, that can have a have a huge effect on what you, what you see with people not really being so uh, forthcoming and, and wanting to go and get annual checkups and stuff like that. So then you have these, these conditions that just get worse because of it. I think we've, we've all kind of seen something like that before where people are hesitant to to go and get checked out. Hey, when you go up in there, it's not good. People go in, but they don't come out that whole type mentality. Um, I know like with, with uh, when my grandparents were alive, that was a, that was a common kind of, kind of thread as to why they didn't, they didn't go, you know? Yeah. Um, that was definitely a, a big thing with um, my grandparents um, and for a while, my parents. Um, not only that, but also the treatment from the facility itself. You know, you, you have people who, uh, who kind of look at the underserved more than, more as a nuisance as opposed to somebody who is, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm just speaking from their, their experiences, uh, you know, as, as been, as it's been told to me, um, more of a, more of a nuisance or, or, or a, you know, a hindrance or something, you know what I mean? More, more than, Hey, these are just people who need your service, yeah. you know? Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, I mean, when you think about the Tuskegee, you know, experiment, the Tuskegee project, I mean, it was, that's not, you know, when when you can, as a medical profession, stand there and forget about your 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 oath 
you know, to, you know, to save lives in the name of research, take and target a people um, and, and it'd be allowed and, and, and hidden for so long. You got to see them I as mean, people they're, first they're, though, right? It's, it's, <laughs> huh? I say you got to, you got to see them as people well, first. Not, well, not, and not even just that, but it, it's like, look, for, for so long, look, did, where did you learn about the Tuskegee project? Oh, I didn't. I didn't know anything about it until I was in in college. I, and I went to in Alabama college. State University, right. and they make sure to teach you that stuff there. Absolutely. And if it wasn't for my parents, I would have never heard about it. So, you know, it's not it's not only only that these things were done, you know, by by people who who looked at us as less than human as just guinea pigs, but also, you know, we we haven't been told. You know our the the history, you know for 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 what? Why have we not been told? You know it's very hard to earn trust when when you when you keep everything under wraps, you know. Oh, well, you know what the saying is though. If you if you want to keep anything away from a a black man, you just put it in a book. Put it in a book, yeah. So no, absolutely, and, that and, that, and, that might know. be their argument. Hey, it was it was there. It was there, but I agree with you. It's not taught in schools, you know, that because it's a bad thing. But my thing is, is there should be full disclosure. If this is what happened, right. if this is what history is, then you, you, you divulge the entire history. You know, you yeah. don't just, oh, just tell me about the cute parts and, or the parts where, uh, you, you were the winner. So you're telling me about right. that part so that I can see you as a winner. No, tell me about your losses as well. So that we can all grow right. from your losses, but that's not that's not the that's not the job of um, the science experiment that we call America. That's not the job. That's not right. its job. Right. Um, and I, and I think that 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 is just as much and in, in large a, a part of why that mistrust you know is, is there. Why 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 the trust isn't there? Because we're we're not transparent. We're not you know there, there is no full disclosure. You yeah. know things are hidden. You know, they, you know, and, and now you have to, you have to, you know, people, you're going to look at history. Oh, well, if this was done before, why isn't that, why is not, or what makes us think it won't be done again? So when you talk about like when they first came out with the vaccine, you know, and, and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure you all have read and heard about, you know, when they talk about the vaccine at first, they're like, well, let's take it to, I believe they were going to take it to like Chicago, you know, in, a, in an area that was large, largely concentrated, you know, African-American. Like this is this isn't proven, so now we're <laughs> guinea pigs again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, without 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 you know, and that's this is before it was approved, but they were willing to take it to Chicago. Be like, oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and try and vaccinate this. We're gonna see how this how this goes. No, no, what you're doing is you're it is another Tuskegee project. <laughs> you know, all over. Yeah, all over. All hey, over again. Can I jump in real quick? No. The the <laughs> too late. <laughs> Too late. Um, the Tuskegee experiment, not to harp on it too much, but I don't believe they actually were giving them syphilis. What they did was they took X amount of people that had syphilis and X amount that didn't. And then the ones that had syphilis, they just wanted to see what it was going to do to them. So I don't of think. Of course, they, you have to have your control. Right. They didn't inject them with syphilis, at least from what a lot of the reading says, they didn't give them syphilis, but what they did was they didn't give them a cure because penicillin was already out and popping. 
So, so they told them they were treating them and they weren't treating them. That's what happened. Mm. But that's just really if a treatment's out there, right? And you tell somebody I'm treating you and you're not. So that's that. But yeah, that's what happened, though. Okay. I'm fact checking you. Not that not that I don't think you're telling the truth. I just I'm just fact checking you. You just don't think I'm telling the truth. Basically. No, it's all good. <laughs> you, you, you know, you'll let the audience know. But so it's so funny if you look at what the medical mistrust can do. When you look at the opioid crisis in the U.S., that is a, a byproduct to some degree of the medical mistrust because non-black medical professionals tend to have a belief we don't feel pain. And so they won't prescribe painkillers. <laughs> yeah, there was a so, study done with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but right. Not the, but, who will they give painkillers to? They'll give it to white people by the boatloads. And so now the opioid crisis, as they're calling it, instead of it's a damn drug addict epidemic. War on drugs. It's not a war on drugs. But they anymore. don't need, Yeah, but it's it ain't no war on now. You get a state like Oregon, they've legalized everything. Because they, they don't want to have to put white folks behind bars. So you could tie that to the medical mistrust. Like, they don't even... And that's why it's another reason why it's hard for us to go to get medical care. Because you know, or at least you have the feeling, I get the feeling, they're not very interested in helping me at all. They want my money. They want my, my insurance copay. But they don't want to help me solve the problem, especially if I'm experiencing pain. Well, here's the thing, though. When you said it, you, you, I think you just hit nail on the head. You're talking about, like, solved problems. Let me tell you what, man. When, when it comes to the medical uh, uh, the, the medical world, especially when you start talking about the pharmaceutical businesses, the idea isn't to fix you. It's to keep you coming back because that's how they make their money, right? So, so cures out there, there's probably plenty of cures, you know? I mean, and, I, and I'm just, just speaking from, you know, this is my opinion. Right. There's 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 tons of cures out there. There's tons of things that can be done. Two things that we don't focus on. We don't we don't really focus on uh, preventative health. Right. Preventative health it's is not really talked about. Yeah, it's not lucrative it's, it, because it's not lucrative. Right. So so it really is all about, you know, hey, we're going to give you this to make you feel better for the moment temporarily. And you're going to have to come back because that's how they make their money. So these are basically legal drug dealers. Right. We want the comeback. So, so there's mistrust there, right? Okay, you're going to give me this. This is a Band-Aid you're asking me to put over this crack in the dam, but sooner or later, those floodgates are going to open. That matter, because I got to keep coming back for more Band-Aids. Got a point. You mean, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's no money. There's no money in healing people. No, there's the money not. money is in keeping them coming back. But healing is, honestly, healing is supposed to be, be, be free. I mean, look at look at what they do in a lot of different other countries that aren't supposedly uh, as advanced as us. They use these these you know time tested remedies and and stuff to mm -hmm. to do stuff that they get from the land 
because that's okay. So you just got to know the person who knows how to do it. There's no charge for it. It's just, okay, cool. This is what you need to do. And then you go out and do it for yourself to get your loved one back on their feet, you know? Yeah. But now well, it's, well, not only that, it's a game. Not only that, but remember this, you know, the body, the, the body naturally wants to heal itself. That's why we re- regenerate tissue, right? We regenerate. Now there are certain things you, I'm, I'm sorry, the body cannot beat cancer. Okay. It's, 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 and it ain't gonna happen, you know, but the body naturally heals itself. It regenerates if nourished properly, if rested properly. Yeah. And there's, there's, I mean, that, that's, that it, it does. It, that's, it's been going on for forever. However, when we start introducing all these things mm. to help, help that along, well, notice the body no longer fights to, to heal itself. Yeah. Right. It's just like, look, it's just like men who take um, testosterone. Let's, let's go with low T. Right. If there's a, if you have a low T problem, okay, we're going to do a testosterone replacement. Well, now once you introduce testosterone in your system and a, 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 a genetically created testosterone, the body stops making its own. Right. So now you have to take this stuff forever. They got right? you. If you don't take it forever. Oh, oh they've got you. If you don't yeah. take it forever, now your testosterone levels drop down below where it was before because now your body quits naturally making it will not accept two types of testosterone. You you mentioned right, something so about in, introduction as well, as far as the the introduction of stuff to kind of help the body fight stuff. But then you also got to look mm-hmm. at the introduction of stuff, whether it be uh, pesticides or preservatives or anything else that we've introduced uh, to the body as as well. Um, well. While I'm on 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 the subject, um, while well, while I'm speaking, let me also say, Doctor Brooks, you were you were correct. Uh, they just denied the actual relief uh, to these folks so they could sit back and watch them die. That's that's crazy to think about, ain't it? Yeah. So yeah. a bunch of placebos and so forth uh, and ineffective methods were used uh, if they were even told of their diagnosis of having syphilis, if they even told them. So they didn't even tell them in some cases, so. You know what? For me, if that movie Miss Ever's Boys hadn't been made, I wouldn't have known about it. And to, I mean, I'd be known about it today. I'd be today years old <laughs> when I found out about this shit. Yeah. If it wasn't for the movie Miss Ever's Boys. Yeah. And I don't even know why the government let them, <laughs> let them make that movie. They should have stopped it. Yeah. There's a lot right. of stuff that gets made that they probably don't want to get made. Uh, or books don't they don't want to be published and stuff like that uh, because it it causes issues. Yeah, you know you can't have that causes issues. So we're talking about yeah. that that whole mistrust. All of this stuff breeds breeds that that kind of mistrust. If I smacked you in your face on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and now today is Thursday, you're going to expect a slap in the face. What did the five fingers <laughs> say to the face? I mean, that's what you that's what you're gonna expect to happen. I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> so that's what that's what's happened. And then we're like, I don't get why people won't uh just go get the vaccine. Or I don't get why people won't just go get uh annual checkups. Um yeah. and I, I mean there's it's fear. A lot of it is fear yeah. too. I mean I, I get I get I, you know, I think along with, you know, we talk about 
you know, not trusting me. And a lot of that stuff is just, look, a lot of people don't want to know if they have COVID. <laughs> you know, wow. it, it is, it's the truth. There's, I hear that all the time. I'd rather not know. If I feel, if I feel ill, I'm just going to take care of myself the best way I can. I don't want to know. I hear that stuff all the time. You know, if there's something wrong, you know what? I'm just going to live my life, whatever. There's a fear of finding things out too, you know, and and I don't know why, but, you know, at the same time, we've talked about this before, and I think this is one of the topics today. You know, we we talk about, you know, going to get help, you know, be be it, you know, we're going to get medical, you know, physical help, you know, medical, physical help. We're going to get mental help. We're going to get help. You know, we, 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 we don't do that. Right. Because now I'm weak. Mm, yeah. Right. It, I mean, there's all, all, all these, you know, why am I going to go here? You know, what? I feel fine. Why do I need to go and see them? <laughs> you know? Yeah. No telling, no telling what's going on internally. But if I do this, then I show, I show weakness. I, I'll be perceived as, as being weaker. Oh, he had to go to, yeah. go to the shrink. Ooh, he got problems. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. has problems. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But folks you know, who, then, who are doing that are dealing with theirs. That's that's the only difference. No, absolutely. So you know, and I, I know I know it's it's different. I don't mean to get off subject, but at the same time, that's a part of it too. You know how we're perceived when we go and get help or when we go get checked out. So you know, I, so I was looking at something, and it says um, this is a project and analysis from 2008 to 2017. Black and Latino heart failure patients admitted to Brigham and Women's were, this is a hospital um, that specializes in women's and it has um, a cardiology area. Um, They were significantly more likely to be admitted to the general medical service than the specialty cardiology service. (laughs) And this is important because if you went to the general floor, you were likely to be readmitted within 30 days for um, cardiology issues. And so not only from a medical mistrust point, do we get denied the level of care, but you're coming back. You're going to be paying. You're going to be getting charged. It's like you get punched and you might die. So so you're losing money, you're losing time, you're losing lives. This is rooted in the history of this country. It might be one of the amendments, medical mistrust. We ain't going to give them treatment. You only get three-fifths of treatment when you come in. So, I mean... Come on, man. Access barriers are real. Oh, yeah. Access is, is, is the <laughs> yeah. truth from top to bottom. Yeah. We talked about uh, before in the show, we talked about uh, what is it? The uh, the food drought, you know, the, those areas where you can't food get desert. fresh fruit. Food yeah, food, yeah, that's what it was. And, and and all that type of stuff. I mean, look at Whole Foods. That ain't, that ain't for me. I mean, hey, I, I, I want to get up in there and do some things so I can live healthy. But I mean, honestly, when you sit in, I need to find somewhere with some good produce. You know, it it, it cost. Yeah. It, yeah. You gotta pay to play. So hey, and here's the thing, man, is is not we, we do look, we, we talk about it and we talk about it from the black community standpoint, but it's honestly all of the underserved who suffer this. 
right? For some reason, the other underserved who aren't from the black community can't seem to understand that you're, hey, you, you might not feel, but in a lot of ways you're thrown in the exact same boat we are. They don't care nothing about you neither. Yeah, I get right? that. So, and so, we we talked about that as well, because that was one of those mm-hmm. things. Uh, a mm-hmm. poor white person is poor all day. They in the same area and they can't have, they don't have any access. There's, there's a food desert right there. Just like the, they sipping on little hugs and eating push up pops as a, as a meal, just like us. But, but what did they say? Well, at least I'm white. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. So then they have access to all these different things because of that. Now there are a lot of organizations that don't like poor people, period. They don't care what color you are. What's your background? You're poor. We don't deal with that, you know, Mm -mm. but then there are a lot of places that, oh, you know what? Let's give them a helping hand. Well, Jerome just asked you for a helping hand and there was an issue. Now, Tommy is asking you, and for some strange reason, you just think he really needs a second chance. He needs a helping hand. Uh, we, We already know what that is. So that plays right. it plays out in the medical field. It plays out in yeah. so many other aspects. So it's like at least they have that. Right. Yeah, when you look at like social status, rather it's socioeconomic, social demographic, right? You ever, one time I went to emergency room, I twisted my ankle. I was balling, y'all. I was balling. Like Josh? You know what I, mean? <laughs> I was balling. And I twisted the hell out of my ankle. The Chamorro like, Warrior? You did it like the Chamorro Warrior? <laughs> I was balling. Look, I was dunking on people, tomahawking. Anyway, I twist my ankle, and this was in California. So I had when I was at Bill Air Force Base. So I had to go off base because they ain't got no hospital on Bill. So when I got to the emergency room, there was a lot of um, Mexicans and Hispanics in there. I'm assuming because I wasn't going up asking people, "Are you Mexican or Hispanic?" But I would assume they were Latinx and. I got in there with my military ID, and they was like, right this way, Dr. Brooks. They, I, they already knew I was a doctor back then. They was like, right this <laughs> They was like, right this way. They treated me. I was in and out of there in like two hours. And you know, in an American emergency room, you might not even reach the front counter to answer a questionnaire in two hours. Nah. But they had me in and out of there because they knew that I had insurance or I had money or somebody was paying the bill. But what some of those um, Mexican folks or Hispanic folks um, or Latinx, Bam. They, they didn't know what they had. So they had to wait. They was literally waiting room and they was in the waiting room. And you see that kind of treatment and that display play out continuously. Yeah. And so... When we look at like the COVID vaccine, black folks mistrust of it, that's because we know how that scenario has played out in the past. Even I wasn't going to just rush and get one. I was like, let me see how this play out. Let me see how this play out. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, 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 I get what that. Happened. Going back to the, to the thing that happened uh, with you at the hospital, I, I'm sure some of it had to do with the fact that, okay, yeah, we know this person has, has, uh, insurance but but take a look at this think think of it like this too if i deny this person he is black and i don't want us to then give him give him some some <laughs> some service but if i don't now i got this whole thing to deal with look at it from a public relations standpoint now i got uh, oh you did not treat this service member 
because he was black. Now it's a bigger deal. And, and that couldn't be it. That's exactly what it was. You can put it on the insurance if you want to, but my thing is prove to me it had nothing to do with the folks that you worked for. I think it was, I mean, okay, you know how you're in a military town and you can tell military people from non-military people and you know who's likely to have a good bill paid. I think that's what it was, but you could be right. They could have just been like, oh, we don't want to piss off black dudes. A black military member, and we, now we got to deal with the whole base. Now think about but it like that, th- that, look yeah. at it. Look at That's it like this. Money, yeah, look at it like this though. Think of t- let's take let's take it back to the not so distant past, right? When you had uh, let's just say uh, Mr. Creasy, the plantation owner, had a huge plantation, and then you got Mr. Jones over here who had a little little plantation. You know, now you as one of Mr. Creasy's niggas. Go up in there and you you do something. They they might not say too much because they don't want to have to deal with plantation on the creasy because he's got big bucks and does all this stuff for the community. That's what Bill was. You see what I'm saying? You were one of Bill's boys. I can understand that. That's understand that's that. how that went down. So so to deny yeah, you service, I've definitely seen that before. On, yep, on yep. To deny you service comes with all these other problems that they you don't, don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. Insurance or not, but I do, I do look, I do agree with you with that. Money does play a part, but I'm gonna tell you right now, your money only will get will only get you so far. Yeah, very true. As, I don't as, know. I just know too many nightmare stories from people of color about their interaction with medical or dental for that matter, the medical or dental industry. And while that might not happen to everybody, it seems like every person of color got a nightmare story to go along with it. Like it took forever for them to do this, but that could be just medical care in general. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't don't trust the medical community. Look, it is partially medical care in general, but it's also look, if you go, let's say you're here in Charleston and you go downtown to MUSC, MUSC is state funded, they have to take everybody, right? It might take you forever, you know, to be seen. Whereas you go to somewhere private, like say a Trident, you know, it, you're in and you're out of there quite expeditiously. Not expeditiously. Right? I mean, it, it, <laughs> I mean it, 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 comes, it comes down to, like I said, look, you don't, you're not going to have you know, the rich people downtown, you know, going going somewhere where they can't just be in, out. Their status is going to get them there, get them in and out quicker because they can go in, they can, they can afford that, that private practice. All right. So, so, so you have to dig into the socioeconomic background also, you know, where, where am I? What is the socioeconomic, you know, status of these people that we're talking about? You know, and there's so much involved with it. And yeah, absolutely. Color does come into play with that. Believe me, it's either, hey, they're both poor or he's poor, but he's also black. He gets less attention. Well, Dino, if you ever go to Trident, I'm going to bust up in that motherfucker and say, the upper room. The upper room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, come on and send them to the upper room. I mean, it's just crazy, man. Look, you can, you, you hear, you hear the way, I, and, and you know, and it shouldn't be like this, but like you, 
you hear the way some of these people talk to, to some of the immigrant, you know, uh, patients here. I mean, it's ridiculous. And, and it's almost, it's almost like you hear like, like they're frustrated, you know, but the way that they talk to some of these people, I'm like, this person's coming to you for care. You have one job is to care for this person, not to make, not to belittle them, not to make them feel of less than human. You don't talk to them that way. You don't treat them that way. You see it and hear it all the time. You know, it, it, it's, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know what's going on through these people's heads, but that's not professional. And this person doesn't deserve to be treated that way. Yeah. Right. Cause you're not going to treat, you're not going to treat rich, whoever, so-and-so who comes in here and asks you for that. You're not going to treat them like that. I guarantee you one, they're not going to stand for it. You know, they're going to understand exactly what's going on. You know? Yeah. I get, um, just because of what my last name is and being one of like the John Smith of. Spanish oh, you were clearly life. Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> and especially in the, South, in the South, people would just talk to me in Spanish. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. And they're like, oh, you speak really good English. I'm like, that's because I'm an American. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Bam. Tell but you're right. You. On but, dubs. Yeah. And like, like when I go to, because I had to get a COVID test um, trying to leave South Carolina. And I had to go to an urgent care. And it wasn't until they realized that I was military with TRICARE that all of a sudden, like, I was very nicely mm -hmm. talked to. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I was definitely among the mass of Hispanics that was in there up until I started uh, talking and everything. And they were like, oh, wow. Okay. Oh, you have TRICARE? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll be fine. Right. Right, right. this way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sir, can I get you a warm towel? Right. <laughs> like, is right this on way? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to go to the upper room, sir? Right. They, 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 look, they had to even <laughs> sing it different. The upper room. <laughs> clapping, clapping off beat. Was it clapping off beat? I'm wrong for that. I apologize to all my listeners. <laughs> all of them. Sorry. I did, look, it's, I'll take the blame. <laughs> See what you did there? I'm the pappy. Damn shame what you did there. Hey, <laughs> let, let, let me let me go into this because we kind of mentioned it earlier, so I, I figured I might as well talk about it. There was a, uh, a article in where was it? Let me find it. Uh, USA uh, US News or whatever. Um, little progress in boosting numbers of Black American doctors. It was uh, written by a Robert uh, Pritt, Health Day reporter, um, back in April uh, of. Uh, the last year and the percentage of U.S. doctors who are black has barely risen in the past 120 years. Uh, there's still a wide pay gap as well between white and black physicians. Um, this study is kind of kind of going into and, and talks about. So uh, the study had findings demonstrate how slow progress has been and how far and fast we have to go. Uh, if we care about the diversity of the physician uh, workforce and the health benefits such as diversity um, brings to patients, particularly minority patients. We already talked about the reluctancy of, of folks to even go to a doctor, but now you're going to a doctor that you may not feel comfortable with or, or around. Um, the article went on to say in 1900, almost 12% of the U.S. population was black but only 1.3% of physicians were black. 
1940, nearly 10% of the population was black, but less than 3% of physicians were black. And of those, 2.7 were men and only 0.1 were women, the study found. Uh, in 2018, about 13% of the U.S. population was black, but only 5.4% of the physicians were black. Of those, 2.6 were men, 2.8 were women. So now we got an uptick in women, which is beautiful. Uh, but as a whole, uh, specifically talking about um, black physicians, really not a not a huge not a huge jump. Then the, the article goes on to talk about how the pay is, is is different as well, and some of that might be dependent on what hospitals these folks are are finding themselves in. Um, King Dino, you had kind of mentioned as far as state funded hospitals versus private, that could be a little that could be a cause for some of the disparity in, in the wage gap as well. So, I, I just think it's um, it's sad and interesting. But when they when they say people of color, sometimes they're mentioning <coughs> those uh, maybe the Indian doctor that has come come over, maybe uh, the the British doctor uh, who has uh, an, an African background that's come over and gotten themselves a yeah. job. They want to lump all that into it. And these numbers might be showing that as well. Oh, it's a person of color. Oh, yep. You know what I mean? Which isn't quite fair yeah. either. So those numbers might even be lower, sadly. Yeah. 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 I mean, now, I mean, there, yeah, I mean, what else is there to be said? I mean, it's, um, I mean, those it, damn it, numbers. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, look, it, it, they, they're not—they're not lying here. I mean, and and once again, I mean, you can you can dig into look education, for instance. You know, if we look at the percentage of, you know, how how many? All right, so for me, for instance, where I'm from here in Charleston, your average kid when I graduated and I graduated from high school, you know, a a lot longer. I think Aries, me and you are the closest here. Oh no, P and J. P and J got us beat signed. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, Pimpin. But right, but uh but but you know where, where I'm from, when I graduated from high school, your your average black black male, your average black male left left high school, got a job and got right into the workforce. You know, your average your average male in this area didn't get out and go and further his education. Oh no. I mean um, you gotta I, I I'll even go a step further and you know this to be the case as, case as well. That senior year, a lot of folks were doing already doing the vocational uh avenue. So they were already headed they already had their job that last part of the their senior year. Oh well well check this out. In my school we didn't have vocation anymore. They got rid of all those programs. <laughs> what? Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That's because you were in South Carolina, though. Maybe because hey, yeah, Virginia. Hey. We still we still had it in the nineties. Hey, you're, but but Brooks, you're right. Wow. You're right because what what they did was they they got rid of it. You know, it didn't matter because you're like I said, man. Your your average your average kid who wasn't black was was gearing up, getting ready to go to school somewhere, getting ready to go to college. You know, mommy and daddy. You know, possibly paying for it. Um. But but it it wasn't your average black male, not in this area, right? So so yeah, I mean it, it, it's so now when we're talking about you know where where we have you know these big gaps, you know well you you, you gotta kind of look at the go go back into the socio economical makeup, you know of of where we're coming from, 
right? We're, we're, we've been fighting out of this hole for a long time. You know, it's getting better, but it's not, we're not there. <coughs> you know, access, access that education and a lot of, a lot of circles still isn't, isn't there. Either people don't have the money for it or they weren't properly prepared, you know, depending on where they went to school, where, where they went to high school. Are you really prepared to go to college and be pre-med? Look, I'm always torn when it comes to this topic. And when I say this topic, I'm not necessarily talking about us being doctors, but I'll get to that. I'm talking about what direction we're going. Mm -hmm. Prior to the end of segregation, the black community had all professions within it in that community because you didn't have nowhere else to live. So the yeah. doctor, the black doctor, lived on the same block as the black plumber, the black electrician, the black yeah. factory line worker, the black janitor, whatever. So when children looked out, they saw all these professions within their community. When right. segregation ended, those with means left, right? Because who wants to live next to the criminal? If he's black or not, right? The criminal right. lived in that neighborhood too. The, 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 so culturally, we lost a lot of the people that might have been considered shining beacons for our community you start going decade after decade after decade, you're not seeing that. By the time I'm a teeny bopper, we had a couple dudes. I remember, I can tell you these people's names. Larry. Larry was a fireman. When I delivered the newspaper, Larry always tipped me real good at Christmas. I still see him to this day. He's a community activist. He's one of the few people that steered me properly. Um, but I saw a black fireman in my community, and I saw mm -hmm. more. He owned a home. We didn't. We was on Section 8, broke as hell. But he did. And right. he talked to me. Little, and, and people don't know how much it means to see them, um, at least in from my opinion. The reason I yeah. saw that is just to say that I didn't see the black doctor growing up. So how do I aspire to be the black doctor? But you know what a lot of my aunts and uncles were? They were in the military. Yeah. So being black and in the military was, oh yeah, that's a, a career path. That's a possible path for me. And right. I, and that's the path I chose to take because of the example. Now, when you look at what do we put, and you guys know like I know, come on, man, basketball player, football player, rapper, comedian, th th those are your choices. A lot of times if you're black, that's what society tells you. Those are your choices. But in reality, don't get me wrong, you can use some of those as tools to get to an education, but the chance right. of you earning a living from that is slim to nail. Yeah, I agree. Right. But see, here's, and, here's my argument with what you're saying, and not to cut you off, but yeah, I, that I could see that used to be, that could be something that you could say. I didn't see these kind of people, da-da-da-da-da. My thing is this, if you can pull out your phone and look up some of the bullshit that, that, that folks be looking up and constantly sitting there having waste their time, you're going to tell me you can't find a black doctor, uh, a, a black psychologist, a black scientist? But that's a black... different than it being your neighbor. I get that. I get that. So then it's right there in your face and you can see firsthand how how that success will will beget more success. I, I get that. 
but you can pull out your phone and you can look up all kinds of stuff and 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 lo and behold oh you might be able to find someone who's right up the street or whatever I, i'm not gonna say it's a, it's, it's a cop-out because i totally understand what you're saying and we were able right. to thrive off of those up in our face uh uh examples of that i get that but if you can look constantly look up all this trash and check this on the gram you can see people who are who are making it in different things if you want to find those things it's not so it's not the same was, uh, now i'm cutting you off my <laughs> other point that i was going to get to was i think the issue is us i think we're not pushing our generation we're not pushing them to be doctors you go to some of these indian households and even yeah. the comedians that are successful that are indian they'll tell you and when i say indian i'm talking about from india not native american yeah I knew, I, I, we knew you, you got it together okay they their family be like if you're not a doctor don't, don't come home don't yeah. come yeah. home i don't want to talk with you i don't love you and of course they still <laughs> love them and everything but there <laughs> but it's an expectation of what i expect you to be yeah and and look, let me give you another quick example. In the city of Tacoma, in the 1970s, a lot of black people had came up here and the city of Tacoma's government realized we need black teachers. Do you know that they went to the HBCUs and recruit on recruiting trips for black teachers from the South and the East Coast? And that's why I grew up with black teachers in my elementary school. I didn't know all this till I got older, but then all the data started to come out. If you're a black male and you had a black male teacher, then your chances of avoiding jail and having being success and having a better median income, a higher median income, jump exponentially if you had a black male teacher. Well, that's because my local government went and saw and chased these folks, gave them bonuses, and they had questions like, if I move up to Washington State, because nobody thinks black folks live here, am I gonna be able to get my hair done? And they would tell them, uh, yeah, and here's a list of hairs hair salons and this, that, and the other. Am I going to be able to get hair supplies? Am I going to be able to eat soul food? And they're like, yes, yes, yes. So they attracted, they purposely attracted these people. We have to, in our communities, purposely turn our children into doctors if we see that that's the issue. Because a community always educates their people to the level of what they need. Yeah, mm, that's yeah. true. Even in play, when I was growing up, GI Joes was hitting. Wait, hey, you remember when we was growing up? Everybody had GI Joes and Transformers, and you were constantly at war. That's because we was fighting Russia. <laughs> now we was in the middle of a cold war. Now you know what all these kids love and the cartoons is? It's all construction toys. Do you know why? Because our infrastructure is falling apart and we're going to have to train these kids to build bridges and highways and roads and new plumbing and everything else. So my so my kids are in love uh, and my little nephews are in love with construction. Roadblocks. Because it's, it's being pricked at them like crazy so they can Minecraft the United States because we're falling apart. Hey, but I mean, bro, but that's but that is true. I mean, we we that's you're absolutely right. We grew up in the Cold War, so what's 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 popular to, to talk about? What's popular to develop warrior mentality, warrior ethos? Yeah, right. And and that's and 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 you can see, you know, we had this giant influx of of military at a certain time. 
when those things were really popular. It's less popular now. And, and so now you look at, we have the smallest military that we've had in, you know, forever, you know, so, so absolutely. But the reality is, is we still want, we want to see representation. So when we talk about being in a community, being in a school and your teacher looks like you, yep, that, that's great. But where I'm from, I might've had one black teacher in my school, right? So they, all of them didn't look like me. Oh, my I parents, feel, my feel, parents flipped that all up. Uh, Conway uh, Cad that's on the show sometimes. So my cousin, my brother, we all went to uh, Hampton University. Uh, and at the time it was Hampton Institute. Hampton Institute had what they call a lab school. So they had real deal teachers and they had teachers assistants that attended Hampton. So mm-hmm. I went to a HBCU before I went to a HBCU. So from the grades, from second grade to fifth grade, I attended Hampton University, and yeah. you were surrounded from top to bottom by black people. The principal was black. But, but All my look, teachers but were look, black. But look what, but, but you also get, I mean, look, but you won't see that here in Charleston. That, But to go with that, what Dr. Brooks is saying, that's the kind of stuff that we have to we have to demand. We have to do. We have to. Charter schools are popping up all over the place. So instead of just looking at it and saying, wow, that's cool, maybe we as, as parents, I mean, I don't have any that young, but maybe we as parents need to say, you know what, let's look into those and see about sending our, our children to to these different kind of schools. You yeah. know, that's along the kind of lines with what he's saying. Oh, this is another thing he was saying as far as we need to demand demand more from our kids. We need to push them towards those 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 things like being doctors and stuff. One of the most disheartening things that I that I heard was when uh, y'all remember uh, what's the boy name? Jaquan Tipsy. He mm-hmm. didn't finish high school. His mom, I don't want to say she pulled him out, but the little he had the one the little hit was was going good or whatever, and she allowed mm-hmm. him to quit school. And when she was asked why, she said, uh, "Oh yeah, he's going to be a big time rapper, so we're just going to go with this." And I'm thinking to myself, "What?" Yeah, that's because everybody in the club was getting tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everyone's everybody's. They were. I, I give you that. They were get. They were getting it. Er, not every area, man. But I just. Yeah, I was. It, I was in the loop at that time. It was just like, hey, not a. We're gonna get a a tutor and and get them squared away on the road. None of that. Yeah. We gonna let them quit school because yeah, this is where it's at. What? Yeah. But that's, and, that's and you know what? And, and how many and how many and how many parents really do look at their children as as a way out? You know, I mean, there there there's a ton of people. Look, you see that nowadays when it comes to sports. Oh, you definitely. Know, we're gonna let definitely. we're we're gonna let we're gonna let our children. You know, I, I was watching um, it popped up, and I hate this show. Uh, you know who Julian Newman is right? Basketball, little he's like a basketball. Yeah, the, little super, super you know, short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, I know, little I know guy. You're talking about. Yeah, little, little yeah. guy. He had handles so one, though. One day, yeah, one one day it popped up, and I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna check this out, man. And his dad, you know, basically banking on his kid being the star. You know, let this kid who had clear talent become this monster, you know, and not in a good way. 
Not at all. You know, it was the attitude. It was the lack of coachability. It was the lack of, you know, he was he was bigger than everybody else in his mind. You know what? Nobody knows what that kid is right now. Instead of his dad, instead of his dad looking at him like, I need to develop him as a man, he tried to develop him as a paycheck. Mm, and yeah. he tried to develop him as a moneymaker. Well, you see that all the time. Yeah. My kid is this. Hey, I, my, my kid is good at this. I don't really put so much thought into what they're doing in school. Don't even know. But I know, I know he can play ball. I know he can run. I know he can, you know, whatever. You know, and, and there's a lot of, a lot of families who, who feel like, you know what, if this child can, can get us out of this situation, then we're going to support that. But, but what are we doing for that kid? You know, what, what, about, what about what he needs? What about if he doesn't make it? Are we getting set up for that? Yeah, you know, and you know that reminds me. For a, I got oh, a lot of respect um, for a Shaq because you know they asked Shaq about his kid and him playing ball, and he was all like, "Yeah, I mean, he's good, but I don't put pressure on him. You know, what I do put pressure on him to do is to get an education and yeah. make sure he graduates. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, I you know definitely got a lot of respect in that regard." Um, I did want to say uh, when Aries was telling, um, saying, talking about, you know, we could look up someone and see someone like on Instagram or TikTok nowadays. I think the problem with that, though, is like, what was that? Um, you had like that black teacher that had a handshake with every every kid in his every class. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then that was Instagram viral or Vine viral, whenever it was. But then a white teacher went around and did the same thing. And then that was featured on the news, which o right. completely overshadowed what the black teacher was doing. And I, and I, I think that's <laughs> one of the issues when you do that is our viral as minorities versus the white people's viral is completely different levels, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. A, bi it's a bigger viral. It's, it's big. Yeah. But in this case, I don't think you can worry about that, though, because at the end of the day, what happens in your community is in your community, and it don't matter what gets the attention or not. First of all, Aries can't read. Nobody's saying this, but DJ Wig can't read. He, he went to an HBCU as a child, cannot phonetically pronounce the majority of the letters in the alphabet, and this needs to be brought out. Now, that being said, let me issue a, a, real, a, real, a real deal, a call to action. Check this out. I complain all the time about there's no black teachers, no black teachers. And one day I looked in the mirror and I said, it's my fault. I'm, if I'm complaining, but I ain't doing nothing, it is my fault. So I went and I started volunteering at the local elementary schools just yeah. to be a recess monitor, just to be recess monitor, because I realized there's no black males in these schools no more. So they have to see a black male. They have to interact with a black male. And so when I did, all them kids let me, they're like, Mr. Nick, Mr. Nick, they was in love with me. And, and I'm just basically making sure they don't fight on the playground and try to tear each other's head off. And I'm interacting, you know, it's a very diverse community out here. So you could have Russians, Ukrainians, you could have Somalians, um, Pacific Islanders uh, from lots of different islanders islands you can have different kinds of white folks different kind of black folks right and they got to see a black male in a position of authority 
and in a position of caring and leading them and stuff. So that's going to change, hopefully, by the grace of God, the dynamics for them when they grow up. Maybe it puts some responsibility on them to go back into their communities and contribute when they get of age. I remember the Black men I saw in elementary, middle, and high school. I remember their names. I remember how I interacted with them, even if it was brief. And if I don't go back and be that, then I am failing them. If I'm not pushing my kids towards professions we need, I am failing my kids and my community. There gotta be a call to action somewhere where we get up and we take control of our situation. And Aries can't read. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to... <laughs> That's how you gonna cap it off? <laughs> yeah. Man. And, and, and that ain't that ain't deep. That's just that's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know I had a sandwich. I had to, you know I had a sandwich, and I had to give you that medicine with some sugar on it. Wow. But I'm just saying, and in all in all seriousness, though, we are our own worst enemy right now because we were muzzled for so long, and now we're not, and we forgot we're not muzzled. Yeah. So we're just standing where they placed us and staying in our spot where they want us at. We gotta become the teachers, we gotta become the doctors, we gotta become the dentists, and we gotta do what we can to lift our own community. Yeah. I agree. You know what's what what's funny, it's not funny, it's it's actually shameful, but one of the programs that they've kind of done away with, as far as my knowledge, I will double check this, gotta fact check myself, but they've done away with that whole troops to teachers do. Which yeah. is which is crazy. Like, are you are you serious? Uh, but but hey, it it was a pipeline to have service members kind of be teachers at some of these underprivileged er- in these underprivileged areas. Uh, it's sad to see a program like that go. It just means we have to 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 work a little harder. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I think you know, Doctor Brooks makes a good point. I I do know. I mean, I've been volunteering you know, since I, I got out, well, even before when I was in the military and, and look, I, I, I get it, you know, everybody doesn't have time or, or the resources just go and do it. But whenever we do get a chance that can be, you know, I'm not going to go and be a teacher. I've, I've, I've got other responsibilities. I've got other dreams as far as my job goes, but that doesn't mean that I can't teach. So, so just that volunteer work, man, and being that face and being that positive role model, you know, I, I like when they start asking me about my, my, my business. I don't, I like when they start asking me about my wife's business. You know, when we talk about these things, like guys, you can do this too. You know, what, what's your dream and now how can we, how can we put it together and, and, and make it where you can, you can earn a living and doing it, you know, and, and here's the steps that you can take to get there. So, so yeah, man, everybody's a teacher, you know, every single one of us, you know, how, how we carry ourselves in, in when, when Brooks is out in the streets doing what he does, you know, how, how do we carry ourselves? You know, and how do we how are we viewed? And that's even to each other. You know? Yeah, true. Gotta agree. Speaking of role models, <laughs> I don't think this person is, but I mean they could be to somebody. I'm not gonna knock them. Uh but but uh we're gonna move on to another subject that we said we we're gonna talk about. Uh a, a young man by the name of Richie Mack. Uh 
He was born in Chicago, raised in South Central and San Fernando Valley. Has a YouTube uh, show, I guess you could call it, called uh, Zoom to Thailand. Now, in the in his his show, he basically shows how he's gone to Thailand, uh, and he has met a young woman who he is nicknamed Thai Noodle. Uh, he, I guess that's what he calls her. Thai noodle. Who, who, what the hell? Okay. <laughs> hey, that's one. Hey, that's that's one of your West Coast boys doing doing this. Oh my God! Because they're Thai hey, noodle. That's his little nickname. Doctor Brooks. Doctor Brooks act like he hasn't heard something. Like he that probably before. knows this guy. I know, right? <laughs> but he's gone over there, and he's he's found a companion, uh, and he has, and he's basically bragging about how comfortable she has made his life. Um, to the point where he was saying, hey, if you, you're having trouble with these stuck-up American women, you need to bring your tail over here and enjoy life. Um, which, of course, has upset uh, quite a few women of color. Um, to Thai Noodle? Thai noodle. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, he's upset them. Uh, what, what say you? What say you? I say, look, I, I say that if they're giving this dude, look, we when people upset us, it's because we give them power to upset us. If you're gonna be upset because of something like that, you know what? That's you know, he's just a dude, and that's what he thinks. And you quit giving him that power. Y'all still here? I'm here. Okay. It, it just got quiet. What happened? I thought I thought maybe <laughs> I was losing reception. No, no. no look, look, I I think that look invite look the the guy to me is that that's funny to me. You know, you know. Of course, he's not talking to me. You know, he, he's not talking about me. And I, I think he can do what he wants, man. He he found a level of success in relationships where he went. That's fine, but you you can stand there and get mad at something like that. Come on, did any of them want this dude? Right. And also, and from what I know from the Asian communities and stuff like that, like they are brought up that way and and catering in in that regard to their spouse or significant other. And um, you know what I'm saying. And that's just how that community is. You know, uh, I remember I was back in the day I was dating a Filipino girl and you know I uh, went to go visit her, her house and, and talk to her dad before I took her out and like his his wife was there giving him a pedicure and I was like what is this and she's like oh this is a regular Saturday he gets pedicures like every other Saturday I was like what? The nails <laughs> she had to do the nails yeah so but like she would pull up like just pamper the dude like massages everything like and it was just like part of her culture and her upbringing of, you know, what to do for her man. So for me, like if he goes over there and takes full advantage of it, hey, dude, more power to you. Like, do you enjoy what you're doing? Keep it moving. I think that um, the dude is ba we have a weird thing happening in this country and it's been going on since basically 
women's rights and stuff where women are have shifted into basically masculine roles and males are kind of shifting almost feminine oh boy here he go here he go you growing up you got man what you talking about because because what what we were talking about last show with that dude he was saying that we no, the ones we the ones what? to blame for that. Oh, women have taken a masculine role. Why? Because we don't we don't sat ourselves down and handed them the reins. So no, but I'm a. T- <laughs> the point I was gonna make is that if you're a male who still seeks a traditional relationship as we know it, then I think Richie Mack is talking to those guys. If you still want a woman that fills a role that we used to remember, then come on over to Thailand. I'm trying to but get a manicure, want, pedicure, and and a massage. Then you just go down to the nail salon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> that's, that, that, that's what that is. But for the record, it's black women who do it too. But he's probably seeing, experiencing it in a way that he hasn't experienced it before. And so he's welcoming you to experience that, too. Well, That's where I think he's at. Well, let me just play devil's advocate when it when it comes to that. Not that I disagree with you. That's just that hasn't been his experience with anybody in the States. Let's just say that. All right. Or um, but because in order to get, I guess, what he is getting there. He would have to do a whole lot more or be a whole lot more in order for that to happen. And even if he was a whole lot more and he was a lot more to someone, it's very possible he still wouldn't get that. Kind of like what Cleveland was talking about with, hey, that's how they're being. That's how folks are being raised. And if you're being raised a certain certain way, then you're just going to do something based on how you were you were raised kind of less to do with the person and more to do with their position. Okay, this is, you know, my person. So I, these are the things that I'm I'm supposed to do. And, and it might be the fact that, okay, we're not, maybe we're not teaching people to be like that anymore. Yeah, but you know what, though? When he's in Thailand, if he still makes American dollars for pay, right, maybe he has a, internet job or something like that now all of a sudden he's a wealthy dude over there yep. so of course he's getting pedicures and shit yeah bring your ass back over to los angeles where you gotta hop in a hyundai sonata from 20 years ago <laughs> you know that's what he's doing and, you, and not, not there's nothing wrong with the hyundai sonata it's i'm sure it's a quality car oh it but, is hey it is but, now <laughs> they didn't change the game the that top end over the new here. Ones is not- <laughs> <laughs> but, but, so he moved up the food chain because of the dollar's trade value in that country. Yeah, yeah. And that's, and, and a lot of people are saying that, oh, it's not going to last. You just out for your money. And this is the stuff that he's having to deal with. So on top of kind of, kind of taking her down a notch or trying to take her down a notch as far as saying that she has ulterior motives and whatever, whatever. They're also saying that, hey, he ain't shit because he done gave up on uh, women of color and he's trying to hype up, you know, some foreigner or whatever. But technically she's a woman of color. Yeah, she's still brown. Facts. <laughs> Facts. I, I agree with you. 
but they're saying that you know this is some of the some of the feedback and flack that he has has had to deal with. Uh, hey, like I, I'm kind of leaning toward how you now. For the record, he's been with her for over two years. So a flash in the pan kind of thing. Two years. I'm just saying. As far as people saying, hey, that's a flash two in the years. pan type deal. Really? Two years is a, is a, is really? a little minute. I'm just saying. No. Nah, I'm <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get a man <laughs> a little, a little bit of a... <laughs> two years. What you talking about? Hey, we've been good... in, I've been wearing COVID masks for two years. You right. That's a long time for an Asian fling that... That's that's the point. Hey, that's Dang. the point that I'm trying to make. You know what I mean? Like, if she was a, Dang she was gosh. a, you know, what I'm saying she was a thug. She would have already already did what she needed to do. Got him for all what his little ducats or whatever. So be it. But I think I think the financial the financial part does play a big role in it. He has basically by going there, he has basically tripled his his net worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, I mean, if that's the, but if that's their relationship. And and if that's what they're comfortable with, they they know what they're doing, then then so be it, you know. And man, hey, people don't gotta like it. They all I know it, so. is she was cooking food, and it, did you had this? Did you see the way she folded his clothes? It looked like mm-hmm. it looked like it had like the basic training folds in it, like like, like she worked at the Gap, bruh. That's how this stuff looked. Like she worked at the Gap. So, but I, I know the, that. Deep, Dino's grandma is Lao Ocean and Ty, but he, but he ain't putting it out there. Oh, God. Hey, why are you going to put my business out, man? His, his granddaddy's Nigerian. Oh, man. We ain't said, we ain't said nothing. That's a, that's a, hey, nah, hey, next, ne, hey, next time next time you meet me, it'll be my granddaddy's machete. <laughs> what is your problem, bro? What's your problem, Yeah, bro. bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> oh That's why gosh. Dino's okay with it, cause he's like, it's just my penis. You know what? Even more, I'm okay with it. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's been a long day at work. It's been, a, you know, I'm okay with it, cause cause it don't affect me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, it affect me. It, hey, it certainly don't affect me either. I'm just like, saying. Like you said, look, all these all these people who are who are mad about it. Oh, you're kind of giving this guy power. Why are you giving this guy power over you? They are pissed about it. But he it. wants attention. He's getting the attention he wants. Because if you get to putting something out on social media, hey, come here. This is where the girls is really popping at. Zoom you want to somebody to say something. They you want them it. to agree and disagree. They saying you know? it. Hey, I want to get them on the show. I want them to get on the show. I'm going to put that out there. I'm putting it out there right now. You know, Richie Mack, I need you on the show. Just to, not not just not a, to defend yourself, but just you know, just tell us your, what you thinking. Like, what are your thoughts? We he can't hear us because he's getting his feet done. <laughs> he can't hear us. But hey, I, I was saying, I think the problem though is it's not even what he's doing. Like whatever the what he's doing, but it's as America, we tend to think everyone needs to think like us, and so we mm. look at other mm. customs outside and see how Japanese people are passive and we call oh, that's for sure we see how you know we see how the Thai women is over there treating their man like like a king Subservient. American we're like we don't do that well they do we do our, our some of our but as a majority like they confirm they got this like we want them to think like us I'm like you go into another country they ain't gonna think like you they they live by their own rules yeah this like, is how they do here, yeah they come yeah. here and they try and inflict like 
wearing masks downtown. That's a Korean law right now. And people like, nah, you, you infringing my rights. Um, you can go back to America. These Koreans do not care. <laughs> nah, not at all. Handle your business. Right. So, like, I think it's it's on the people who are getting mad to understand, like, that ain't you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't control what that other country and how they bring up their community and their people do. So why are you even tripping over it? Like, accept it. The man found happiness. Be happy for him. Exactly. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, hey, let but, him do him. But the problem is, if you get on the net, not and not say, I found happiness, you say... I found happiness, and you can too. Get away from them people that are over there. It's like you shitting on um, American women, or and they'll get, they're gonna have a reaction. And they're that's the that's the reaction the that that they're that they're taking. But you know what? Just like King Dino said, hey, that has nothing to do with me, right? And if this person is, has found happiness, kind of like. Cleveland was saying, and he wants to tell some other people about it. And I can't remember who who said it. Either Cleveland or King Dino said something about, um, "Hey, that's if that's how the folks are, are are being raised, then then hey, and that's what he's looking for, and he's not finding it in the states. Then hey, let that man live." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is weird. That is weird. My my thing is this yeah. though. Cause, cause, and we've kind of, we've kind of tap danced around. I don't want to say we tap danced around the conversation before, but something came up with, uh, oh gosh, what was it? There was a female talking about she was on the eighty-five South show, and we talked talked about this a couple episodes back, and she she was basically just saying people not knowing the game or understanding the game and this, then the third. Why is it so much to where we're doing that hot girl summer, city girl summer kind of thing and you got to have all this money or whatever. And then if someone asks what you bring to the table, there's an issue. I'm going to tell you like this. If you ask the average dude, hey, would you go to work every day knowing that when you came home, this, 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 and this is done, they would be like, bet. Okay, manicure, pedicure, food up in there. The house is clean, clothes. You know what I mean. She looked good. Okay, boom, boom, willing to do whatever. Bet. Okay, sign me yeah. up. In there. Because okay, yeah. some now granted, but, some people in America have that. They have found that, and everything is cool. You see what I'm saying? But for those who haven't, and they haven't found anything. Then this uh, Richie Mack, what he's saying and what he has done is going to speak to them. Now, if you yeah, have yeah. your feelings hurt because you know good and damn well, as as a as a as a woman, you like I am not doing that. I'm not uh uh-uh. uh. I'm not kowtowing, and I'm not uh uh-uh. uh. I don't just be sitting around cooking. Then guess what? Then you're not gonna do it, and you're gonna take issue with somebody else who's doing and quote unquote taking your men or whatever. But it's obvious he don't but want nobody up. like that. <laughs> but hold up. You ever be Facebook friends with somebody and they be like, I'm in love, and they post some pictures in love, and look what we did, and then they go silent, and, and then they don't tell you they didn't broke up with the person, though? <laughs> like, they eager to tell you about the stuff that's going good. And you be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I need to hear the whole Tell me about why y'all broke up. Whose dirty draws didn't do this? <laughs> And who didn't pay a bill? 
tell me everything. I hate when people get the. And see, that's why your phone started messing up because you're talking pure shit. Tell me everything. <laughs> tell me. Okay, so if this dude gonna say, "Hey, I'm over in Thailand with Thai noodle and it's all going good, whatever," tell me when this shit goes wrong, too, because I know a dude <laughs> at Bill Air Force Base. It was a brother, and he had an S curl. <laughs> he had an S curl in the Air Force. Okay. And he had a Filipino wife. He had a Filipino wife, two beautiful daughters. She stayed married to him long enough to break that 10-year barrier and mm. get her family over, divorced him. This nigga was suicidal and everything else. They ain't know what to do. And I was there for that. I saw that. So there's another side of being somewhere else and marrying a woman from somewhere where the women are supposedly submissive and all this other stuff. Yeah, he brought, it to, the, he brought it to the States, though, didn't he? Right. Ex- he, well, he see, so then she got, in, she got infected. You know what hey, I'm saying? But that's not the, she so got married. The dude, exactly. Her brain so got her means, brain got infected. That means Richie Mack has to say, "Hey, come to Thailand, get you a woman, but don't take her to the states. She'll get infected." Hey, you and know I, you know I mean? what? And I think he might have said something similar to that. But uh, okay, can you can you blame somebody? No, I'm not blaming. I'm just saying hey. I need to see the whole story. I don't want the first two chapters. Let me see the next ten chapters to see if it's a, if, if it's a uh, Disney book or not. Okay, <laughs> hey, it might and it might be, but I'm a guess. But guess what? When uh, while you were reading it, you thought you was right there with Snow White, didn't you? I, I think I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> but, <laughs> you said Disney. Hey, yeah, but was, I didn't say was, Snow White. What are we talking? Are we talking about white people? Oh my god! Yeah, he was, he was talking about white people. Oh boy, this dude, he was, he was, man, he was dwarf number eight. He's <laughs> like, what? You know, you were. The, oh man, King Dino was the Nigerian dwarf. <laughs> oh my god! He didn't make the cut. Sweet. He didn't make, he didn't the, make cut. the cut. Oh, man. He didn't make the I cut. Make a team. That's all right. A bigger and better thing. Mm. Richie Mack, they if you're listening, man, we want we want you on the show, man. We want you on the show if you're listening, Richie Mack. We just, I'd love to hear what he has to say. I mean, I just want to find, like you said, the, the whole scoop. But I'm not going to sit there and be mad at him. That's like that's like people who, who don't talk about their business. You see what I'm saying? Like, whatever they got going on with their spouse, they don't really say too much. Because they don't want people all in their business. And they might be living it, living it good, but they don't want people all up in their business because then stuff goes sideways. How many times have we seen it where uh, we have folks that go on the little reality shows and, and they whole situation just get towed off because now all these people are in their business? Oh, yeah. Just saying. That was the fall of Joe Budden. Oh, see? They're trying to be all in the video. <laughs> All in the video. <laughs> that was the downfall of Joe Budden. Telling you, man, these these reality shows. It's too many people in your business. That man said, "I'm not bringing her over here, over to the states, no sir." Keep my stuff. Yeah, tight. but then he put. But he, but then if he put her on blast, then he want us all in his business. But you know what? Though, like Dino said, if he happy, then good luck to him, and and I wish him the best. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's but but you know, thing. but 
And and you know what? I, I mean, like I said, I, I don't have, I don't think anybody has a re- reason to really hate this guy, man. His opinion is his opinion. Oh, they hating. You know. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, man, you When you say they somebody, are hating, who is they? You know they. No, no, you say them it. Same, I don't know them same. Hey, the same ones that uh, Sotomayor had to deal with, the same ones that, uh, what's his name? Kevin Samuels dealing with. Just disgruntles. Just, this is what we're going to call them, disgruntles. DGs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the DGs? That's who they is, the disgruntles, boy. They upset, man. My my thing is oh, this. Well, my, my thing you know is what? this too. If they're upset, if they're upset at that, they'll be upset at anything. Well, they'll so, so be upset. Hey, they'll probably be upset because my wife is white. Yeah, well, they might be. But here's the, I here's, thought she was Italian. <laughs> we in America, Jack. She white. All this time you had a white wife, Dino. <laughs> I oh, thought she hell. was Italian. Now I'm disgruntled. <laughs> oh, you down? With, you down with the disgruntled now? <laughs> No, here's the thing, though. The disgruntled, the disgruntled are the same. They they're following that same thing. Like, okay, <laughs> fellas, we we think about it. You go out with some friends, right? And your friend is is telling all of us, is telling everybody how they took their wife to this one particular restaurant, and then they took her to go get a manicure and pedicure, and they brought her these flowers. And now the the woman, the wife is telling this to the entire table. Now, as a dude, you might get a little disgruntled. Like, dang, he messing it up for all of us. I think that is the type of thinking that that has the disgruntles the way they are. She doing all this, this and this and this. Now they going to expect us to do this, this. You see what I'm saying? See, but look, man, the people who think that way. I mean, look, people who think that way, I mean, I, look, it's unfortunate, but if somebody's telling me what they're doing, I don't expect, that's not messing me up. That's your life. <laughs> you know, that, that's what you do. You know, I don't have nothing to do with that. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. You have too many people comparing and, and trying to keep up with each other. Yeah, that's, 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 that's Facebook. Problem. That's that Instagram. That's what you do. You compare. You went on this trip. Well, guess what? I went on this trip. It's better. I had a limo take yeah. me to the airport. What? Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I, I've never really understood that, the whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. I, you know, and that's unfortunate, you know, you, people people would, you know, people do that. That's because your I, ass I, is the Joneses, King Dino. Shut up. <laughs> nah, look, man, there's so many. I'm, I, I'm happy where I am. There's, I, I don't have it all, but I got everything I need. So I don't need to hear... Wait, somebody somebody else is doing something, man. I'm I'm applauding you, man. That's 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 great. But that don't mean I'm gonna try and keep up with you. Uh, nobody's got time for that. Yeah, I hear you, you know? talking. I hear you talking. But you know, in the situation that I just laid out, that that folks out at dinner and the and the the wife or the girlfriend is telling this story about how great her man is. It's mm-hmm. not so much what she has said; it's the look that you might get from your spouse. You see what I'm saying? Look, After she okay, said so, the story. So, mm. so I should say this. I should mm. say this. I should say this. So look, I treat my spouse the best I can. I treat my spouse as if, you know, I put her on a pedestal. So whatever somebody else is doing, right? My my wife knows who I am and what I'm doing. It's not 
we and, and this is our relationship if if your relationship isn't strong enough to hear about what other people are doing maybe you're not doing something maybe you are slacking somewhere but that's that's going to be that person's particular relationship um oh yeah i agree i, I mean do you, you know what i'm saying i mean it's it's yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, if, as long as you're giving your spouse whatever your spouse needs, whatever everything yeah, is good them, or should be good. It, it, absolutely. So, so we can hear what else. Somebody, oh, you took. Oh, he took you on on this vacation. Oh, she did this or whatever. Hey, more power to y'all. You know, we're we're doing our thing and we're happy. Yeah, my wife don't even like the beach. So what? Ha ha. <laughs> we <laughs> you don't know like I mean? sand. <laughs> Exactly. Ooh, and the sand was all on my toes. One of them. Sound, sound, sound like a simp. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're simping. Simping. Hey, hey, hey like they, got you, they, got you, they got you smoking out the window. Now, when I was coming up, a simp was a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got that from the no, last but that, look, that last but look, I, but, but like, but I think we all know of people or, or have known of people who aren't necessarily in a great relationship and, and they have a lot of room for improvement. So when they do hear somebody that is in that quote unquote perfect relationship, then, then yeah, that may kind of like, oh gosh, I wish I had what, you know what though, that they need to work on that together. You know, you know that <laughs> that's something that if you hear what someone else is doing and that sparks some type of jealousy, or or spark some type of feeling of regret for where you are, then you probably need to question that relationship altogether. True facts. Give you that. Oh. Mm. See how he just, just saying. <laughs> King Dino be dropping stuff sometimes, and he be like, "Uh, mic drop, yeah." <laughs> it's like you can just see this, him. You can just see him doing it. <laughs> mic drop, yeah. <laughs> iPhone drop. I do iPhone drop. <laughs> Man, all right. All he is, all he's doing is making a commercial for how he's like husband of the year. Hey, man, if if uh, you damn right, I, I, put, <laughs> I put my wife on a pedestal. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I I slather her in ice cream. Know what I mean? And then when I get done with that, cherries everywhere, Hennessy. I pour Hennessy on myself. Hey, are you taking notes though? The question is, are you taking notes? Yeah, hey, I got Josh's. The, I, I got the Hennessy right now. Oh, Cleveland, like Cleveland, like, hey, when I get this knee right, boy. <laughs> listen, listen, I put her on a pedestal. I cover us both in whipped cream <clears throat> and various fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Hey, look. <laughs> Tell me that ain't what Dino be saying. Hey, 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 we can't all be hey, we can't all be macaroni and Tony and just snap our fingers and make things happen. I, I wear different leathers every night, different kinds of suede and different leathers <laughs> to accentuate the love making between us. <laughs> oh, he's a fool, man. Oh man. Hey, I swear this is going to be on one of his songs. <laughs> he about to make some craziness. Whenever Dino starts talking hey, about his relationship, hey, that's all I hear. Gonna, he's going to name that song something like Leather Draws. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that just hey, sounds playing, nasty. I did have a song called Making Out in a Krispy Kreme Parking Lot. It was hot. It was you a hot a lie. Song. 
You a lie. Do you for I real? I swear to God. Hey, we play. Hey, we play. Yeah. We playing that next next show. As <laughs> soon as I get this, as soon as I get this recovered oh, drive, we playing everything. Man, hey, everybody I, in the clubs getting tipsy. Hey, I'm trying to hear that. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Well, hey, I do have a quick question. Wait till you hear. Wait till you hear. Wait till you hear. I do have a quick question. Was the hot light on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even. So actually, it's a song I did the chorus and the music, and I uh, sequenced it and programmed it, but I never did a verse. Oh never my did gosh! A verse. The hot light. You got... That's hilarious. But that's good. Oh, that's but that's my nice. the hot lights on. The hot lights on, baby. Let me know when the hot lights on. Oh, oh my god! You doing too much. Man. You know what? Yeah, I'm about to take off my pants right now. Wow! Hey, he got Johnny Gill singing the hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Oh man! In some of that sweet place, I cover myself in only the finest uh, syrups. <laughs> what? And, yeah, <laughs> I put her on a pedestal, and then I hit her with all the syrups. What? <laughs> hit him with the syrups. Instead of look, yeah, instead of hit him saying. with the shoulders, he be saying hit him with the syrups. <laughs> Dino basically like I'm basically the husband of the year, you know what I mean? He says it real pimpish. Yeah, man, I just can't give you no more ideas, man. Just, I'm gonna start charging you. <laughs> I can't, I can't lace you with no more of this here pimping. Yeah, um, charge you, man. Sure. The... All right, and then we and then we... we got Bucky over there trying to be be hella Mackey, the Pacific Island Mac of the year. Chamorn mm-hmm. <laughs> Warrior, boy, you don't know nothing about that. I do. I used to be one. They fired me though. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> they 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 found out I wasn't tomorrow because <laughs> I had did my application over the internet. He ain't got so no they, tattoos. I, I, cat, <laughs> I, cat, I catfished them. I showed up, no tattoos. <clears throat> I had no heart. They was like, oh, hell no. Get him out of here. I had a little routine with fire and everything. She had, she had being a Seahawks fan going for him. That was about <laughs> it. I showed up, I, I oh showed up with the little fire stick, twirled it, burnt myself a couple of times. Is that what I was like, happened? dude, you're out of here. You're out of here. You just, No tattoos. You're burning yourself up. You crazy. Hey man, uh, we we gonna keep ch- we gonna keep keep chatting it up and everything. But I want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of All That Ish King Dino Cleveland. You know what I'm saying, yes, Doctor Brooks, man. We have the whole squad up in here. It's a good look, man. Uh, thank y'all, brothers, as always, going into this week. You know what I'm saying? Just let uh, good vibrations and blessings be all over y'all and y'alls. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy DJ Wick, aka Amazing, aka To Be Amazing. Go ahead, hey, still looking for them, uh, them sponsors, man. Donate to the to the show, man. Keep this thing popping. Plus, we might need to take a trip out to Thailand. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. 